Good morning. Welcome to our devotional on this Thursday morning, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you joined us yesterday on Wednesday, we talked about Paul and the cross, Paul and the crucified life. In the book of Galatians, chapter 2, verse 20, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Notice how many times he says I in the in the scripture. I am crucified with Christ, one. Nevertheless, I live, two, yet not I, three, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I, that's four, now live in the flesh, I live, that's five, by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So he mentions the word I five times, and he mentions the word me. He loved me, he gave himself for me, and he liveth in me. So as we look at the scripture, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yes. In other words, the old man is the one that was crucified, that old nature, the so-called Adamic nature that we received from Adam, that he received from Satan, when he handed over to Satan the illegal authority of this planet. What God had told Adam to have domain and rule over this planet, he hands it over to Satan. And Satan, of course, became not only the God of this age, but he also became the prince of the power of the air of this world, the cosmos. And because of that, then Adam lost his authority, that delegated authority, and Satan took over. And of course, that is the nature that we're talking about. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. The new man created in Christ Jesus after his image, that new man is the one that I live. He is the new one. And it says, but Christ, but yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Because I died to the old man, then the new man is living out his life and Christ is living out his life in me. And the life and the word that, that, that is used there, the life that I now live, the, the, the life that has been given to me, the life which I am uh, manifesting through this physical body, I now live in the flesh. And the word there for uh, uh, live is the word zoa, uh, which we get the word zoe, which means the God kind of life or the life that God has in himself. The life that Jesus had from the Father, that is the life that is imparted into us. It says, even though I now live in the flesh, in other words, I'm still in this physical body, I haven't died, I haven't gone dust to dust, ashes to ashes, I still live in this fleshly body, but the life that I am living, the new man, Christ liveth in me, and he is living that life out through me and my physical flesh. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. It is a faith life. Those that are going to live after God are going to have to live a life of faith. And faith is given as a gift to us the moment that we are born again. 
the moment that we are saved and come to Christ, it's impossible not to receive that faith. When the scripture talks in the book of Ephesians in chapter 2, and it talks about that God-given faith, it is a gift that is given to us so that we may be able to apprehend the salvation that God has for us. This is how it reads in the scripture in Ephesians chapter 2 in verse number 8 and 9. <clears throat> it says, For by grace are you saved through faith. See, it's grace. It's totally and completely an act of God. Everything about our salvation is an act of grace. God initiates it, God finishes it, and God brings it to perfection. And everything from the beginning to an end, He is involved in the entire process of it. And that involves us having been given the gift of faith, not one of the nine gifts that we're talking about, but the gift of faith, an impartation, the measure, which Romans uh, chapter 12, verse 3 says, to every man that is a believer, a Christian, is given a measure of faith. We are given a measure of faith to be able to hold on to God, believe God at that moment, and be saved. And it's not of our own doing, but it is the gift of God. Also, our salvation is not of works, so that no man can boast. We are, according to Ephesians 2.10, we are his workmanship. We are his poema. We are created in Christ Jesus. We are the product, the fabric. We're made of the same thing that he himself, uh, if we could use the word, is made out of. We have been fashioned into his image and likeness and through the process of exchange, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, we are being changed from glory to glory into the image of the Son of God. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God before ordained that we should walk in them. Now, in Ephesians, in chapter 2, verse 7, I started reading in verse 8, but I wanted to save this for a separate, that in the ages to come, from the moment that Christ was uh, crucified, buried, and rose again, whatever ages in between there have existed, we can call it the medieval ages, we can call it the industrial age, the technological age, we can call it the church age, the age of the Holy Spirit. Whatever ages have existed, whatever aeons, he might be able to show the exceeding riches of his grace in kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. And this would also include to come the millennial age, the 1,000-year reign of Christ here on earth. It includes the creation of the new heaven and the new earth or the renovation of the, of the heavens and the earth again. Another age, and who knows how many other ages are involved throughout the rest of eternity. And that demonstration of the exceeding riches of His grace are manifested to us word who believe, to us who are saved. And that is what Paul is saying. Through faith, we are saved. And I live the new life that I live now 
by the faith of the Son of God. It's his faith. The book of Hebrews identifies it very clearly by saying he is the author and the finisher of our faith. When you read Hebrews chapter 12, you find out he truly is the author and the finisher of our faith. What he has begun, he wants to finish it in our lives. What he has started, he wants to bring it to full fruition, to be able to reach the place of completion. Now, as we continue reading, it says in Galatians concerning the crucified life, chapter 5, verse 24, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh. Notice, those that belong to Christ, those that walk and live after Christ, those that are walking according to the Spirit, those that are walking according to faith, those that are walking according to love, those that are walking according to the standard set forth by Christ. The scripture says, we are His. Not everybody that says, He is mine and I am His, is true. The scripture says, it's those that have crucified the flesh with the affections and the less thereof, those are the individuals that belong to Christ. Now, in the book of Galatians, it goes further to identify it and to explain it to us. Uh, excuse me, not Galatians, in the book of Romans, uh, in chapter 8 and verse 14, the scripture goes a little further to explain and expound to us. It says, For as many, well, let me read verse 13. For if we live after the flesh, we shall die. But if we through the Spirit of God do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. So if we were to take what was written there in the book of Galatians, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh, we can simply say, according to what we had read, though, for if we live after the flesh, you shall die. But if we through the Spirit do mortify, or let's say we crucify, literally we kill the deeds of the body, you shall live. And then it goes on to explain why. It's not just a walk of faith, but it is a walk of being led by the Spirit. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Let's put them together. For as many as have crucified the flesh, they are led by the Spirit of God. Therefore, they belong to God. Therefore, they are the sons of God. Notice the distinction that is made. Just because I simply said Jesus is Lord, but I do not continue a life of crucifying and have reckoned the flesh to be crucified, and I live because he lives in me, and the works and the life that I live, I live it by faith, for the just shall live by faith, then, then is that verse in Galatians 5.24 and Romans 8.14 true, that we are his because the flesh has been crucified, we are His because through the Spirit we have mortified or crucified the flesh. We are His because we are led by the Spirit. For there is now therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. 
for the law of the for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin he condemned sin in the law sin in the flesh excuse me that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh but they that are after the spirit where do they have their mind set on they have their mind set on the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded romans 8:6 is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is enmity against god and it is not subject to the law of god neither indeed can it be so then they that are in the flesh cannot please god who is it that pleases god according to the book of hebrews in chapter 11 in verse 6 it is impossible to please god without faith so we have to walk a life of faith and a life of walking in the spirit no ands ifs or buts about it you cannot separate it in order to live the crucified life we have to walk it by faith live it by faith and we have to walk it and live it by being guided by the spirit of god but if you are not in the flesh then you're in the spirit but if you're not in the spirit then you're in the flesh but if so be that the spirit of god dwell in you now if any man have not the spirit of christ he is not his he is none of his we don't belong to christ if the spirit of god is not in us now as we continue to look at the the scripture we can plainly see that you are not in the flesh if you're walking in the spirit you are not in the flesh if you are walking by faith you are not in the flesh if it has been crucified and you have reckoned it to be crucified if the spirit of god dwells in you you are walking how he wants us to walk and if christ be in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness well we're just out about out of time but we'll pick up again here tomorrow join us then the lord richly and fully bless you consider it the crucified life in christ jesus gives me the ability to truly live amen